the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah! Some people are saying, you know what? Every day is uh, every day is Friday, every day is Saturday for me because I'm considered non-essential. So I'm sitting around my house recalling the good old days back when I could work and was excited on a Friday night. But however you have been spending your day, I want you to know, first of all, that everybody is essential. There's no such thing as non-essential and essential. Every job is essential. It's essential because it's it's you you wouldn't be in that position. Nobody would be paying you, nor would you be paying anybody to do the job if it wasn't providing a product or service. I don't know any business that keeps somebody around and continues to pay them if they're not earning it. Because there's a customer that wants to receive whatever is on the other end of that job. There's no such thing as a non-essential worker. Um, I mean, in the private sector, of course. There's a whole lot of non-essential going on in our government. But we're talking about the private sector here. And I want you guys to know that uh, there is no such thing as essential or non-essential. And including those of you who who I think you're quite essential uh, as friends of mine and the fact that you support this show. And I appreciate you guys so much. I don't say it often enough. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in every night, whether you're listening in your car, whether you're listening to it streaming somewhere on a streaming device, watching right now on Facebook Live at The Answer San Diego, and our special group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. We want you guys to know how much we appreciate you. 888-344-1170. Big news in San Diego today. Did y'all hear the news? Just in time for Saturday, they're going to, oh, wait, no. We got a heat wave in San Diego just when you thought they were going to open up the beaches so that you could go tomorrow and enjoy the beautiful weather and get outside. No, they're going to wait until it's back down to about 62 degrees before they let you get anywhere near some surf and some sand. 888-344-1170. If you are in San Diego, there was also another major announcement today. The beginning May 1, as the death count and the case count of coronavirus gets to the point where there's it's it's... Every death is valuable. See, I got to give this disclaimer. But clearly, as the death count goes down, as the as the case count goes down, the increased demands and controls on our lives increases. And this afternoon, San Diego County officials declared the beginning May 1, everyone will be required to wear a mask outside of their home if they're within six feet of anybody who's not a family member. And of course, we don't know how they're going to determine that. How do you feel about that? If you're in San Diego and listening, we got a packed show for you guys tonight, but we'll try to make some some time for calls. We've got my friend Wendy Patrick who's going to be here. You know, she's a great legal analyst. She's actually got a great show that's she, that's going to begin tomorrow night here on the station, and she's going to be here to talk about the Freedom Caucus who is expressing privacy concerns over the contact tracing plan that the World Health Organization and people within our own government want to put in play. And um, of course, just because the kids are at home. Uh, and uh, are at, it doesn't necessarily mean just because they're at home that there's actually homeschooling going on. Oh, no, don't think that the schools have decided that they're going to let you take over. No, and don't think that they're going to tamper down their agenda at all. The psychotic means in which they are exploiting the kids being at home 
in a way that is sexually abusive, to put it mildly, is astounding to me. Bob Walters will be here with a special report. Everybody needs to listen to this. And then my man here, my producer, my right arm, managed to score an interview with the gal herself who will be arrested come Sunday, which is also interesting. If you're going to arrest somebody, why are you plan it in advance? You know, hey, can you can you set it on your Google calendar? We're going to come by and arrest you for exercising your constitutional rights. She's going to be here. Uh, Naomi Israel is going to be here. She's the gal if you're not from San Diego, she's the gal who was one of the organizers, and she's facing arrest on Sunday. She'll be here later on in the show. And the man who keeps it all rolling, the man who, who set, sets it all up every day, is my buddy. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. So the ocean is going to be open on Monday. I might, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I think I got a little sore throat coming down or something. Yeah, you feeling a little down in your back? Show up on Monday. Okay, yeah, Just don't be talking about a sore throat because then what they're, what they're going to do is they're going to show up at your house. Well, I can still taste things, though. I can taste a lot of things. I don't even talk everything. about that fact. That tells me that you've been Googling symptoms. <laughs> you didn't hear that, CDC. You didn't hear that, Nathan Fletcher, who came out. To- what does San Diego and Tehran have in common? Or Kabul, Afghanistan, carrot sticks? I, I don't know. It's It's some officials... Some small group of officials in town deciding that certain members of a population need to cover their faces, right? I don't know. Does the burqa keep? Is that why the Taliban it makes women wear burqas? Is that why the Islamist, uh, the, the Sharia, I think it is, and in, in, not Sharia, um, the Shiites, I think it is, and in, in Iran, demand that women wear niqab? I mean, that's supposed to be for their own protection, right? Well, uh, they still had coronavirus out there, though, so I don't think it's too effective. Well, but see, look at the similarities here. I may, I'm trying to draw an analogy, my man. I'm trying to draw. Uh, they, stay, go, stick with me here. The idea of these, these, the oppressive, controlling face coverings on the part of women, of which the United States has said you shouldn't be coming into a DMV with a face mask on, trying to get a driver's license. We got to be able to see your face. And on, oh, by the way. The left has been saying that it's absolutely incredibly oppressive to try to require, to demand that somebody put cloth over their face. And just because it's supposed to be under, under the guise of their own protection doesn't make it any less oppressive. You tell me there has not been one study, not one piece of scientific fact to support in the first place ever shutting down the government, to support in the first place social distancing of six feet, to support that some face covering is going to do anything at all. There's none. You can't give me any piece of scientific fact to support that because there isn't any. And just like the Taliban, for the, to protect women from being raped, they got to fit, cover their faces. This face covering nonsense is about control under the guise of protecting us and protecting other people. It's ridiculous. We've said how many times, even if you believed that wearing a mask was the way to stop the spread, in other words, that coronavirus was actually spread that way, then you would have to have a medical mask and it would have to be one that had been specially fitted to your face. No bandana you're putting across your face is going to stop the coronavirus from being spread. And who's going to be out there measuring? So you see some a couple of people out on the street without masks. They're going to come by and check your check your ID to see if your family members this is insane. It's also insane. Oh, we're going to open up the beaches to swimming, surfing, kayaking, and paddleboarding, DJ Carrot Sticks, but you're not allowed to bring a chair and sit on the sand. You're allowed to go and walk. This is the same crap that, that's about you can congregate in a Walmart but not a church. We got we to gotta get, and then Gavin Newsom comes out today, 
fourth, fifth day in a row, not refusing to talk about reopening. And again, after he seized control of private enterprise, coming up with more socialist communist schemes using the private enterprises that he's stolen from the people. And today it came in the form of, where uh, you know, all these restaurants and hospitality businesses that, that I put out of business that I shut down, I'm going to use them to take care of the seniors. They're going to seniors who might have possibly been exposed to the coronavirus at some point in their lives. They're going to get three hot ones a day paid for by the taxpayers using businesses that he stole. That's what's going on here in the state of California. But oh, by the way, seniors, before you decide to sign up for it, make no mistake about it. They're going to tell you what you're allowed to eat and what you're not. There is no level of control of our lives that the Democrats have not seized in the state of California and in San Diego County. And I'm telling you, Naomi Israel is going to be on the show later is an absolute hero of mine because there's not enough of us willing to stand up to this kind of tyranny. And that's exactly what it is. And to me, it ain't any better than what the Taliban does to women. It ain't any better than the morality police that that wander the streets of Tehran and come up and smack women in the head because they got a little piece of hair coming out from out from under the Shador. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Wendy Patrick to talk about the contact tracing and their plans, which, you know, the contact tracing and uh, the, you know, the testing at home that's going to be required and forcing people into isolation. It's all very morality police, all very Taliban-esque. We're going to get Winnie Patrick's perspective on this. And then later we got Bob Walters. So don't go away. And 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The Answer San Diego Half-Price Tuition Program is expanding, and we're looking for private schools that would like to participate and receive free advertising on The Answer San Diego. Our Half-Price Program connects schools with families in the area by offering half-price tuition to new students for the first year. The school gets more students and can receive thousands in free advertising. Plus, families save money. If you're a school or a parent with a school in mind, call us, 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. It's easy. 
and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans. Saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderlands Cybersecurity. Protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. The focus on our family and our homes has never been more important. During this time, J&W Lumber is here to provide essential building materials for your home or job. All six J&W locations are open, so if you need building products delivered to your home or job, we are here to help. Just call, text, or email, and we'll deliver the materials you need. At J&W, you'll find everything to build decks, fences, patio covers, and siding. They also have garden boxes and lumber for landscaping. J&W Lumber. Only the best for you. J&W Lumber. The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces, is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king, Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE25. That's SAVE25 for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit nosafespaces.com today. Answer San Diego streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170 just in time for my next guest. I look up at the monitors in the station and I see that porn lawyer Michael Avenatti is released from jail to due to virus fears. What are all the other inmates there scared they're going to get the skis from this dude? Because, I mean, he has got to be the filthiest, nastiest dude that's ever hit the, the you know, the country here. And he's being released. This is, explain this to me. I, I don't understand this, uh, how, how we're releasing prisoners. Now, clearly, I don't see Michael Avenatti in the, in the range of those that have been released for coronavirus fears and that were violent criminals. But I don't understand this nonsense about, you know, we've got Americans huddled down at home and shuttered in at, at home altogether in, in, you know, in congregated fashion. We've got homeless in the convention center shuttled in, but we can't have prisoners. doesn't make sense to me. Maybe my next guest will be able to have it make some sense to me because she, she can see through any topic and any in the crazy stories, particularly those that are related to anything legal and, and help me to understand what's behind it. So of course I'm talking about my friend, phenomenal legal expert, Wendy Patrick, who actually has a show starting here tomorrow on AM 1170. The answer. I'm super excited. It's called Live with Dr. Wendy, because in addition to being a legal analyst, she's also a doctor. Hey, Wendy Patrick, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea, it's always a pleasure to join you. Okay, so um, Michael Avenatti out. I mean, he's not like a violent criminal, but I mean, you just, it, it just, it's not, if in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's it, then it's not true. And it doesn't make sense that prisoners are, are being released, whether felon or not. 
um, that that is a pub that is in the best interest of public health. You know, I thought you were going to quote the famous Judge Judy, do I look stupid? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> you know, and the, or the sad statistic that a certain percentage of, of high schoolers believe that she's on the Supreme Court. But she could probably never afford the pay cut. Um, <laughs> I did read that about Michael Avenatti. You know, I also read that about Michael Cohen. And I've read that about lots of these famous uh, white, let's call them white collar criminals. Although I do understand Michael Avenatti may have been in for a variety of different things. Um, but it really you're talking about some of the, the privacy rights involved when you kind of segue from, well, we have to make sure that we do everything we can to, to slow the spread of the virus, whether it is looking at our jail system or looking at where somebody has been. So we're also looking at non-criminals to try to figure out who have they been with, where have they been, and then how can we legally and constitutionally do that tracing to figure out where do we balance privacy with public health? And you know what? It's interesting. You should use the B word because anytime anybody starts trying to talk to me about balancing, um, taking care of me as a citizen with, with um, balancing that with my rights, I have to go, well, why do you in government think you have the right to even contemplate taking any action that in any way could even possibly remotely even come within a 10-mile radius of my constitutional rights? Yeah, that's right. And you're going to love the the first show tomorrow night because my dear friend, um, lawyer Larry Dersham, is going to be on with me. And he is just a constitutional law expert. And, you know, lawyers, we hate slippery slopes. Mm -hmm. And this has been the problem with some of these contact tracing experiments. Now, obviously, it's a good idea to to slow the spread of the virus. But when you start asking questions, not just about where have you been, who have you been around, but voting patterns, then you begin to wonder if maybe there's an ulterior motive behind this. What we want to do is we want to make sure we know where everybody's been and who they've been with in order to keep other people safe, not to try to figure out whether you're going to vote Democrat or Republican or who'd you vote for in the last election. And some of this is coming to light because we've really been asking all the right questions, Andrea. And it's, it's people like you and shows like this that make sure that we keep these narrowly tailored, focused questionnaires based on what are we trying to do? Figure out where you've been so we can protect the community from the coronavirus, not so we can maybe predict the next election as if we can't predict it already, many people would argue. And that is why this has come under fire by some conservative group. Well, I actually uh, don't even I have a problem with the idea of contact tracing in the first place. Um, I, you know, I think that it is just for a variety of reasons. First of all, the, the, where I've been and who I've talked to is, is quite frankly, no, nobody in the government's business and, and that it had, we don't do this for the flu. We are in a state right now that has made it legal for you to intentionally infect somebody with AIDS, but yet they think that they're, but they're pushing the idea that they've got the right to find out to, to force me to be tested. And then um, then you think you've got the right to go around to find out who all I've been in contact with and then go and show up at their door and force them to be tested that there cannot be any way that that's in remotely any way constitutional. And, in, yeah, and, and but and it's and it's an extension of what's already been unconstitutional. Nobody is bothering instead of uh, dealing with this and looking back and going, wait a second, uh, f- 
um, inflated numbers were used with phony projections in order to seize control of this country and shut it down, obviously unnecessarily at this point. We, and oh, by the way, science tells us what we really need is herd immunity. We really don't need to keep people shut in and have people with jackboots and brown shirts show up at the door, Wendy, with a nose swab and then with a five-minute test and then wanting to know where else we've been in our life. I saw an interview this morning on uh, Joni Table Talk, which is one of my favorite Christian shows, and I saw a woman I happened to be Facebook friends with. I had I, Virginia Progdon, and she grew up in Romania. And one of the things she talked about was how the government had a file on everybody. And she and she's concerned that um, that file is what is going on now, particularly with the coronavirus. Just like what you talked about, they're going to keep a file on us, uh, you know, based upon coronavirus that we tested positive. Here's everybody in our life. What's our what's our voting patterns? Who are these people that I don't it doesn't seem any difference to me than the file she talked about they have in Romania. You know, it's interesting, Andrea. I've heard a variety of stories from different places in the country, and some of them are very voluntary. You know, let, let us if you want to let us know who we should talk to, where you've been. Some of them are far more rigorous, as you are explaining. In fact, you mentioned churches and places of worship. You may have noticed that there have been some places in the country where they've criminalized drive-through churches. Now, they are dialing that back big time. Yeah. But you shouldn't then, by, by visiting a house of worship, if you're social distance or in your car, it's like a drive-through movie, you shouldn't have visiting a house of worship then put you under house arrest, which is now what you're talking about. And not everybody is enjoying a staycation pajama party making quarantines. <laughs> there are plenty of people that can't telework and are really feeling the heat. They are suffering emotionally, mm-hmm. sometimes physically and financially. So you don't want to add insult to injury by any kind of draconian voluntary or mandatory testing measures that invade the privacy of the citizens. And that is where government has to draw the line. They are doing an excellent job in many places, but as you mentioned, the cases that are making headlines are the ones where they're not. Um, There was an announcement with San Diego this afternoon that they are going to uh, begin mandating masks, facial coverings, but not until May 1. And I've got so many problems with this, Wendy Patrick. You being a legal expert, maybe you can maybe you can talk me off the ledge on this one. Because I'm thinking, first of all, <laughs> if it's so necessary that everybody wear a facial covering, why are you waiting until May 1, Nathan Fletcher? Second of all, why did you wait until we've been lo- under lockdown for the better part of two months? Why did you wait until now we've we've got empty hospitals where we're furloughing 220 people? This I can't see I can't in any way properly analyze that and reach any conclusion except that it's about control. Your thoughts? Yeah, part of the analysis that government leaders are going through almost on a daily basis is that this is something new. Now, you could you could make the argument like in the book of Ecclesiastes, nothing new under the sun. But this is new in certain significant respects, including transmission. And that has been part of the confusion nationwide. Remember poor Dr. Fauci being impeached by the statements he made in February, supposedly the, the nation's leading expert. If our nation's leading experts are themselves changing their opinions as new information comes out, the, the community leaders are hard-pressed to really make the accurate assessments. But that's frustrating for us, Andrea, isn't it? Because we look from a logical perspective and we think, well, wait a minute. If you knew this then, why are these just now the recommendations? I mean, the president is being hammered with that talking point every single day, but he still keeps going on the news in the afternoon and giving that press conference. So I think we're all in this together in the sense that we're doing the best we can with the information we have. But you are correct in pointing out that hindsight is twenty twenty, and God forbid if there should be a resurgence of this, as they're predicting sometime in the fall, 
we'll be better positioned to know how to protect ourselves, our loved ones, and our communities. Well, I think that um, the problem I have is that right now we cannot economically sustain in the state of California or nationally continued shutdowns. And the solution is herd immunity, and the solution is to reopen California. Uh, the state, the, the state's going broke because you know there is no there's no state money and there's no federal money. It's all you know every expenditure at the state or or federal level or local level is taking money from taxpayers and then you know spending it through the government. We must reopen. Uh, California. We absolutely have to. I do. You mentioned President Trump yesterday, by the way. I haven't said much about this today because anybody thinking that President Trump told people yesterday to ingest bleach, Wendy Patrick, is just insane. Is this the kind of psychological thing you're going to talk about on your show? What, what's, what's your show going to be about? Well, you know, my PhD is in theology, and so we are going to have an uplifting, uh, really, it's going to be headline streamlined. We're going to look at the most uplifting news of the day, and we're going to be the heavy hitters. We're going to talk about the things that matter to you. It's going to be very practical, very personal, and it's also going to be both engaging and entertaining. It's not going to be fluff. It's going to be some very deep topics, but presented in a fashion that it's also very fair. I think you're going to enjoy it. I hope you're listening, Andrea Kay. I will. Because I want your accurate assessment afterwards, and it's always a pleasure being on your show because it's nice to hear for such a diverse perspective as you have your guests on the show. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear it, particularly, you know, what I there's not that kind of content really happening anywhere else, and I love that you're going to delve deep into some spiritual things because really at a time right now, when people's lives are so turned upside down, there's so much uncertainty um, that people are really scared. There's also a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, I always do Friday. I do Hear of the Week and Stink of the Week. And and, and uh, <laughs> when I do the Hero, it's always a great reminder of the good positive stories out there. And you're also one of my local heroes because you fight so hard for what you believe in, for the community, for God and country. And you're you're such a joy. Thank you for being here. And you guys need to Perfect listen to. to thank, you. thank you. You guys need to listen to Live with Dr. Wendy every Saturday, 6 to 630 p.m. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. My buddy Bob Walters here with his education segment. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. As an essential business, we are open to support you. For safety, we disinfect our facility and customer vehicles, practice social distancing, and offer complimentary pickup or delivery. We're open for service, roadside assistance, and will help replace your vehicle if you're in an accident. We also lease vehicles, accept lease returns, or buy back your vehicle. And our process can happen virtually to keep everyone safe. Remember, we are all in this together. Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, building relationships one guest at a time. This is Sebastian Gorka. I am taking as many listeners as I can on the Stand with Israel trip and have my friend and entrepreneur, Mike Lindell of MyPillow, coming with us. What better way to celebrate the lifting of restrictions than to get out and see the Holy Land with me and Mike Lindell. Join us for the December Stand with Israel tour. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
Hey folks, this is DJ Carrot Sticks, the producer of the Andrea K Show. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family. And the one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. With all the choices, what can you watch? I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for the answers to the one very important question, did the stories, like Exodus, written in the Bible, really happen? The results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus. At home, go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric McTaxis, and Anne Graham Lott will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio, just like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit wiser and a little bit older, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Most people nearing retirement cannot take the same kind of risks that they took when they were younger. Now, if you believe this to be your case, I have some really good news for you. There's a strategy that is designed just for people like you and me. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, these clients using this strategy didn't lose one penny. And when the market goes up, you go up with it and the gains are locked in. But when the market goes back down, you're guaranteed not to lose. It's that simple. If you like that idea, call me for your free consultation. I'll show you how it works. It's eligible for your IRAs, 401k rollers, Roth IRAs, great account. Call me for your free visit, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider, 1-800-727-7526. Sebastian Gorka here with America First Heard weekdays at 12 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Schneider, Elder, K. Horn, Martin, and me, Sebastian Gorka, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Let's beat Corona. We got this, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Before the break, I was talking to my friend Wendy Patrick. She's got her new show, Live with Dr. Wendy, on Saturdays at 6 p.m., 6 to 6.30 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego tomorrow. Uh, uh, the Answer San Diego every Saturday, 6 to 6.30 p.m. So you guys... You listen to my friend, Dr. Wendy, tomorrow. Okay, joining me now is my other friend. I should call him Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob Walters, who who calls in every Friday with his education segment. Um, Bob Walters, I mean, here, here people had thought that there was a good opportunity, kids being home, um, that families, that the, that, that family, the, the upside might be, that the left would loosen its grip on the kids with the kids being home with the parents. That's not the case, is it? No, it's really not in a host of different ways. They, uh, <clears throat> it's really unbelievable kind of what's going on. I'll give you an example. Um, in L.A. school district, 40% of the kids don't have computers, so they can't get any training through this homeschooling program. And that's a real loss. And, of course, the reason is they, they don't have any money. And yet I read yesterday where L.A. School District is the largest feeding center for 
citizens in the state of California. Since, uh, uh, let's see, March 18th, they've given out 10 million meals. And 70% of those people, however, who got the meals are not the kids. It's, it's adults who feel they needed some food so they don't have any money. So now they've approached, in six weeks, they've now approached $40 million in debt, and they didn't buy any computer stuff for kids. So, <gasps> Whoa, <laughs> because about a week or so ago, no, it was Monday, Gavin Newsom did his daily press conference, and I was like, you know, instead of when the two days after rallies, or there was even rallies going on over the entire week, and on Monday, he comes out with his, oh, our big program with his first partner, his wife. The, the real crisis we've got that we've got addressed today is the digital divide. We had all these oh, kids geez. sent home from I school, know. understandably, and they don't really have the means like laptops to do the uh, the work from home. And now you're telling me that. And so what he did was uh, he's uh, started some some statewide program with the help from FEMA. I don't know how many billions of dollars it's going to cost. And you're telling me that he's having to do that now. Because they spent $40 million on feeding people through the school systems instead of spending the money on kids and laptops? Yeah, and they, then they conclude the comment by saying, and, it, and they believe that it will all be reimbursed by the federal government, so don't worry. Oh, good. Yeah, so if you're listening to me and you're sitting in Des Moines, Iowa, or Baton Rouge, or somewhere around the country, uh, th- this, this is the mindset of Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, that they're just going to sit back as dictators, Hugo Chavez without the charm and the salesmanship, do whatever they want to do, spend whatever they want on their commie schemes, and they're just going to expect the rest of the country to foot the bill. And so far, FEMA's been going along with it, which is a real problem. It is. It is. What else and, of course, for the kids who do have the <clears throat> connection to get their homeschooling uh, broadcasts sent to them by Zoom, something has all come up in the last couple of weeks. All of a sudden, child porn is showing up on Zoom. So the parents are assuming the kids are watching their lesson for the day. <clears throat> it turns out there's lots of pornography being played on this Zoom network that is playing to most of the kids. Okay, well, well, okay, child porn. Tell me what, uh, what? Well, you know, you can you can disrupt the online class of Zoom. Zoom can be uh, attacked or hacked, if you will, which is what's been happening more and more. Uh, about twenty percent of the classes now, this past week, were hacked, and they put pornography on when the kids are supposed to be learning something about math or geography or whatever. Wow. So, you know, know, it's it's because they don't monitor what's going on. Uh, You got all these teachers sitting on payroll, sitting there doing part time and they don't even watch this kind of stuff. No, they're they're watching the program, too, and see what the kids are seeing. No, yeah. And meanwhile, so not only do they've got school teachers sitting around in the unions, all still getting their money, sitting around, not doing anything to teach the kids. Oh, let's just give all the kids A's. Um, you know, that nobody's getting any tax refund for our state and local taxes that are paying for the schools. On top of it, we've got some a lot of parents who are still working that had to have the added expense of having to have somebody come and sit with their kid. Um, so now we find out that, um, you know, money that was supposed to should be going for laptops and devices. So if kids are going to be at home, that they, you know, that money is going to feed probably illegals, certainly adults, yep. people, you know, school money is being spent to feed people. 
um, probably a lot of illegals in L.A. And then on top of it, we never really needed to send kids home. Even Cuomo was admitting in New York that the plan of taking kids who were the low risk and shoving them at home all day long with high risk people really wasn't a good idea. This entire thing has just been insane what's happening with the schools. <laughs> I agree. And then you have the statement made today, or I guess yesterday, by the Harvard University professor. It's a woman named Elizabeth Bartholet. She's a law professor at Harvard. And she is the director of Child Advocacy Program. This sounds very beneficial, doesn't it? Yeah. But she's worried that homeschooled children will not be able to contribute to a democratic society. And let me quote her. The issue is, do we think that parents should have 24-7 essential authoritarian control over their children from ages 0 to 18? That's what she asks. And she answers her question. I think that's dangerous. I think it's always dangerous to put powerful people in charge of the powerless and to give the powerful ones total authority. Wow. So they think uh, homeschool kids are at greater risk in their present life than they've ever been in the, in the history of the country, which is bull, frankly. Well, it, 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 let me go back to that quote. What age did she say? What was the age she range? Said, she was saying everybody from age zero to 18. So starting at newborn they yep. think it's dangerous for a parent to have 24-hour control over their own child. Yeah, because they're powerful people and the little kids are powerless. Therefore. Well, they're the parents. They're supposed <laughs> to have all the parents. That's who's supposed to be the authority uh, figure. See, what they don't like is that they're not now having access to be the authoritarian over these kids and that these kids now are actually at home, actually being persuaded, actually having their minds molded by the people who should be doing it in the first place, which are the parents. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Um, and, of course, that's, that statement came out of Harvard. I wouldn't send my kid to Harvard. I, do, I, don't, I don't think that there is. I'd send my kid to Murray's House of Learning before I'd send my kid to Harvard. I have absolutely zero respect for Harvard at this point. Is there anything else, my friend? I from Capital Resource Institute where they say the, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, known as Gelson, is promoting its annual Day of Silence, which is today. And it's for every kid to be silent at school for one day in support of the LGBT program of tolerance and love. Now, because there's no school going on, this year they're asking an aggressive program for fundraising, urging the kids to beg with the parents to send money into this uh, LGBT organization. It's just... Now they're (laughs) turning children... ...breathing a sigh of relief. Their kids are not being pressured to support homosexuality and transgenderism and gender fluidity. And here you got them coming again through their computers by programs being put in, obviously by some of the teachers, uh, asking the kids to beat the parents up to get money to give to this uh, ill-founded charity group that's trying to, you know, train the kids to be something they shouldn't. Well, it's, he, what's amazing to me about this is yeah. it's just unbelievable that in the, under the vein of teaching uh, tolerance and inclusion that it's not. The event actually incites open condemnation of any individual who dares to voice disagreement with the view, worldview that celebrate licentiousness and immortality, immorality rather. And uh, it actually is foments bullying more than it quells it. And yet under the banner of, that's like uh, the Sex Education under Child Welfare Act. It makes it sound very good and, and hopeful and pleasant, but it's not. Well, it's like and the neither de- is this program. 
Well, right. I mean, it's like the uh, anti-bullying campaign by the, the the guy, the Department of Education guy Obama put in. His anti-bullying campaign basically went around to school districts all over the country and bullied Christian kids and called them haters and you know bigots yeah. and this and this and just and, and shut down Christians you know groups around there. Uh, imagine any school trying to turn school kids into activist fundraisers for churches or synagogues. It wouldn't be happening. Bob Walters, thank you for being here and all you do for our kids and our You're country. Welcome. Keep up the good job. Thank you, Appreciate buddy. Appreciate it. And y'all need Bye-bye. to get Bob's book, Facing Reality and American Education. Every Friday I do Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Stay tuned because one of the nominees for my Hero of the Week will join us next. Stay tuned where Andrea K. Show come up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. This is Owen Strand for Townhall.com. Picture the scene. Several studious young children translate Latin, discuss Shakespeare, and consider polynomials together. Would you think you're looking at a seedbed of white supremacy? That's how a recent article from Harvard Magazine entitled The Risks of Homeschooling presents religious parents who practice homeschooling. Harvard Law Professor Elizabeth Bartlett argues that homeschooling evangelicals are extreme religious ideologues. In her view, these fearsome fathers and mothers pose some sort of major threat to national health. This paranoid perspective is not new. For over 100 years, figures like John Dewey have argued that the state, not the family, has the fundamental right to shape children. And for over 100 years, Christians and many other fair-minded citizens have pushed back against this view, even if they have their kids in school. After all, the family is the first institution, not the state. You could well label homeschooling traditional. It certainly is not extreme. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. For those considering careers in politics and policy. Hi, Dennis Prager. Are you concerned that your home is losing equity with what's going on? We've seen this uncertainty before. The best advice I can give you is to talk to a major real estate authority, Jim Bottrell, Marine Corps veteran, broker, and founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. I trust Jim. Call him and get the facts about how your home value is being affected since the statewide shutdown. He's averaged selling a home every single day using a safe home selling system to keep both buyers and sellers safe. Jim will guarantee to sell your home or he'll buy it. Guaranteed. He can also get you a rapid cash offer. So with all of the uncertainty in today's market, there's no better time to have an expert on your side to give you answers. So call Jim Bottrell. At 800-498-SOLD. 800-498-SOLD. Call Jim Bottrell and your home will sell. 800-498-SOLD. Are evangelical Trump supporters, political prostitutes, and hypocrites hungry for power? Enter for your chance to win a copy of For God and Country by prominent evangelical figure Dr. Ralph Reed. Dr. Ralph argues that evangelicals have a moral obligation to back Trump due to the forcefully anti-Christian, anti-Semitic, and pro-abortion agenda of the progressive left. Enter for your chance to win a copy of For God and Country by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks traded narrowly for most of the day, then rallied up late. Home Depot up 10 points leading the parade. The market ending today up 1.4%, but still down 1.2% for the week and up 27% from the March lows. All on hopes for continued easing of the corona madness of the crowd, plus some signs that we're about to get America back to work. And 78% believe they're going to get their jobs back. They just don't know when. Congress approved the third spending life vote measure, and hopefully small business gets some of this one. Oil prices up 60 cents, 17.10. Now, the oil surplus is now so big, it's going to take months to work it down, and 16 oil tankers are now in transit to the United States with 32 million barrels of oil looking for a home coming from Saudi Arabia. But our tanks are full, while anchored oil tanky storage costs $200,000 a day per vessel. Earnings season continues, about as expected, no guidance. Boeing, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, plus many more next week. J.C. Penny exploring bankruptcy funding, well, maybe. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are rolling into our final segment on this week. Every Friday, at least we try to every Friday, we have our Hero of the Week and our Stink of the Week segment. And uh, one of my nominees for this week joins me now on the show. Um, She's become... Uh, nationally known at this point because she was one of the organizers at the Reopen America, Reopen California rally that took place last Saturday. And only to find out, um, she was among 400 people that were there at the rally. The San Diego Police Department stood back. They were asked why they didn't arrest anybody. And they said because it was peaceful and people were exercising their constitutional rights. Then she comes to find out that she is facing arrest. And her name is Naomi Israel and she joins me now. Hi, Naomi. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm honored to talk to you, you know, at a time in which so many people's lives have been turned upside down, our rights stripped from us, businesses shut down, people forcibly losing their jobs, and in no, seemingly no end in sight. There's too many people that sit and complain but aren't willing to go out there and do anything about it. And I think you are incredibly courageous and such a patriot. And, you know, I I would love for you to tell your story as to why you wanted to go to the rally and what's happened to you since. Okay, so um, it all started with the just uh, being on lockdown and um, I'm unemployed now. I'm a 1099, so I work, you know, as a caregiver. And um, I tried to file for unemployment and they denied my claim. And my husband is not working either. So this directly affects my family. I need to get myself back to work. I need to get back to paying my bills and being able to, you know, leave a legacy for my children. And, um, you know, this government shutdown is, you know, 30 days. And then now they just extended another 60 days and it just keeps extending. And I just don't know, like, how long is this going to go on? And how long can I really, like, hold out before this directly hits me? Could I become homeless? Like, that's what's going to happen, not just to me, but to my fellow Americans, my tax-paying patriots out there, people who pay taxes. It's absolutely ridiculous. So on Saturday last week, I held a protest at the Hall of Justice downtown in San Diego. There were about four or 500 people who came. Uh, the day before, I was contacted by the police, and they let me know that I was going against health commissioner's orders and that they weren't pursuing legal um they weren't pursuing anything against me at that moment, but that they might be in the future. So 
Saturday happened, huge turnout, super patriotic, very safe. Everybody, I mean, I tried to keep it as safe as possible. People were um, out of the street. I tried to be a barrier between them and the police, and I tried to, you know, just uh, stay in line with what the police were asking of me, and um, they seemed to have positive feedback. It was a peaceful situation. Um, There were no, um, no, nothing bad happened there. So everybody came super patriotic. They had their flags and... It was just a really great time. Anyways, um, after that, uh, I went to Sacramento to another protest at the state capitol. And uh, the following day, I received a text message in the morning from a sheriff uh, from SCPD and a lieutenant saying that they needed to speak with me. I contacted um, Mark Muser, which is my attorney now, and uh, he got on the call immediately. Uh, They said that uh, they decided to pursue legal action against me and that I was facing 90 days in jail uh, and or a $1,000 fine and or both, and that they were going to be filing with the city attorney's office on Thursday um, for a warrant. So um, fast forward to now, I have a nonprofit, which is Center for American Liberty. Um, I'm represented by uh, Mark Muser and uh, Harmeet Dillon, which is from the Dillon Law Group, which I have the best. Uh, legal representation out there. They're the best of the best. Um, I am fully confident in their abilities. Um, so today I received a phone call from SDPD asking me if my protest is still going to be happening on Sunday. And I said, yes. And they said, oh, well, you know, the beaches are going to be opening up on Monday. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but my protest is still happening on Sunday. This isn't about the beaches opening. It has absolutely nothing to do with beaches. Um, I don't care about if I never go to the beach again. This has to do with me getting back to work so that I can maintain um, my life, my lifestyle. I don't know. How you have children. Yeah, I have children. I don't know. I don't know how people expect you to just stay in your home and lose everything that you have. Um, and there's such a misnomer and there's such, and the idea people, people mistakenly think that this paycheck protection act that happened, that was signed, that that means that everybody out there who doesn't have a job right now is just sitting on thousands of dollars that's been deposited into their checking account. And it's not. And even if you did get the unemployment or even if you did get the stimulus check, it's not enough to take care of a family. And there's also no end in sight to this. And Gavin Newsom has no intention of releasing his grip on this state. But you were one until of five. Until a vaccine comes out. His intention is to wait until a vaccine comes out so that we are all safe once that vaccine comes out. We don't have yeah. a vaccine for HIV. We're never going to have a vaccine to this. This is him wanting to bankrupt the state for power and to continue to keep his grip on us. This is all about politics, Naomi. He does not care about families. He does not care about the seniors that are going to hurt from this. He doesn't care about the people that are going to end up getting cancer because they didn't get their colonoscopy or their mammogram. He, They, they, they don't care how many and families so are going to lose more. their homes. Exactly. It's so much more. There's elderly people right now who are isolated from their families. Can you imagine you're already you're already isolated, let's say, in a nursing home and then top it off. Now you can't even see your family, your grandchildren, the one visit a week that you might get a one visit a month that you might get. You're not even getting that. I've worked I've worked with the elderly since I was 16 years old. They're my heart. They're my everything. And I know how they look forward to seeing me every single day and how I bring so much joy and light into their life. And I know that they must be 
so lonely and it breaks me immensely to know that they, a lot of them are all by themselves. And the only joy that they receive in their whole entire life has been taken away for pure selfishness. Absolutely. Yeah. My best friend, uh, my best friend's aunt who I've known for 30 years died last Saturday alone. And my best friend's mother, who's, who's like a second mother to me, mama Joan was denied a chance to say goodbye to her sister because they, they said they knew about three days in advance. So Naomi, you're going to go to this protest on Sunday. You're such a patriot. I know you, I actually had your attorney on my show. I know Harmeet and I know you've got phenomenal representation are you scared? I also know that you've received death threats and your family has come under attack. Um, how are you How are you keeping strong in the face you know of this? What? My faith is in Jesus Christ. My life is in his hands. And fear is a lie straight from the devil himself. And he doesn't win in this situation. Jesus has the victory and he gets all the glory, honor, and praise. Period. Well, you know, I... I can tell that that he's given you some strength. The Lord says, I gave you a a spirit of courage, not of fear. And uh, clearly you're fearless. And um, but you're also fighting for your cubs. You're fighting for your babies. You're fighting for your family and your family's future. And quite frankly, fight for me. Yes. Who's going to stand up for me and say enough is enough. If I don't do it, nobody's going to do it for me. Well, tell everybody quickly about the protest. Where is it going to be if they want to go and um, take part? Okay, everybody, so this is just a call to action. Please meet in Pacific Beach, um, the main lifeguard tower at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, I want everybody wearing white because white is pure, white is peaceful. This is a peaceful protest, and my protest will always be peaceful because peace is the message. Um, Please bring a tambourine, a drum, whatever you can, American flag. We're making noise. We're going to sing Amazing Grace, and this is going to be a beautiful experience. Well, Naomi Israel, you are such a a hero of mine and a patriot, and I thank you for your courage. I thank you for your fight, and and that's the only way we're going to get the state reopened is if we fight and if we're willing to do a little civil disobedience because otherwise they're not going to they're not going to release their their grip on us easily. We got to take it back. And I think I want to just um, leave you with one thing, Um, a quote: "I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery," and that's by Thomas Jefferson. Well, what a great way to end the show tonight. Naomi, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. So that's my hero of the week. I know runner-up is the gal um, that that Yasmin mentioned, young girl who provided masks for people, and uh, she ended up passing away in an ATV accident, which is just a heartbreaking story. But what a little hero she is. Uh, Stink of the week. Um, has to be the mainstream media that there's so much stink, but uh, Gavin Newsom, but also the mainstream media for actually saying that Trump told people to ingest bleach. By the way, it was Cuomo and his wife that actually been bathing in bleach. Carrot sticks, you got a hero and a stink. My hero, I just have a hero. My hero is Joe and Clara Wusai. They're the owners of the San Diego Seals. And they've, the Seals have only been here two years and they've really helped out the city so much and all these charitable things, but they donated like 500,000 masks to medical workers here in San Diego. So I give them a shout-out to Joe and Clara Wusai, the owners of the Seals. Okay. You got a stink? No, actually, I don't. You don't? Okay. There's so much good. You know, no stinks. Well, okay. Um, all right, so who might be another hero of mine? Um, I can't think of another hero uh, necessarily. I got to, you know, I mean, heroes are always, to me, the average everyday American. Heroes, to me, you know, don't wear... 
Uh, they don't go up and accept Academy Awards. They don't wear, you know, professional sports uniforms. My heroes are average, everyday Americans. I do got to say that I think a stink might be Navy leaders pushing to reinstate a captain who told the world that a military asset wasn't, you know, operating uh, ready, mission ready. All right, love you all. I'll be back here Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Stay safe out there. Fight for your freedoms, people. Come on.